Slide of hand, episode 51. How was everyone's 4th of July? You know, even though this is going to come out a month after 4th of July. We that was re- good. We record. Like an interpretive dance. You did an interpretive dance for 4th of July? No, those noises I just made were like an interpretive dance okay. describing 4th of July. Yeah. It was kind of weird because we weren't allowed to shoot fireworks, but all the memes of everyone shooting fireworks were pretty funny. <laughs> like L.A. It looked like it was just like exploding just like in every neighborhood. We've warned everyone not to shoot fireworks. Everyone buys fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you've been cooped up in your house like, for three months, uh, yeah. like, explosions I mean, are great. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you could tell anyone in this country, hey, don't do this. And they're like, okay. Yeah. I hadn't thought about doing that, but now that you've brought it up, I'm going, going to. I'm going to. I wasn't going to do it, but now that you said I can't, I want to do it. I want to do it. Exactly. And thus America Toddlers. was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Mine was good. I barbecued, hung out with family, food coma, slept. It was good. Our uh, good friend made a drive-in movie theater on their property mm. and went and watched uh, Independence Day. Did all of you guys go watch that one? Yeah. Okay. I got yeah. to listen to Ian come home and tell me about all the fun he had <laughs> while I sat on the couch. I also invited him, but he said it was too late. I had work. Mm. Yeah. Work. He didn't put that part in there, but but I did have fun. It was a lot of fun. So much fun. It was huge. And uh, I also Huge, watched in a perfectly socially distant, acceptable kind of way. It actually was. He <laughs> made it. He made it so everyone, if you brought your lawn chairs, you know, you you did your own distance thing. He had their public bathroom set up with like a whole process on how to clean it and disinfect it when you left. Like he wanted people to be able to get out, but still wanted to make sure his family was safe, which I thought was awesome. Mm. So it was cool stuff. But you know. We ended episode 50 last week, a two-parter. It was quite the doozy, and we leave off in a pretty hectic barracks as the barracks guards start unstaking the aircraft as the guard that you guys were interrogating uh, has the a change. The Dutch was interrogating. Yes, and I'm clear about that. He he tells the guards to uh, start uh, loosening the ropes and stop attacking. And you guys see Zediac start to board the airship, and Johnny running under the airship, getting Fluffy. And I imagine shortly oh, after boarding as well. Almost got rid of Fluffy. Fluffy almost died. Yes, he did. And then... And to try harder, Dean. Yep. <laughs> Followed by the rest of the party yeah. boarding the airship. All aboard! Yeah. <laughs> so you guys start climbing up the rope ladder into the airship. And as you guys start flying, flying up into the air, you guys are... Kind of like you're like just got boarded and this thing's taking off. Uh, everyone, roll a perception check for me. Twenty-three, eight, nine. That's a mighty uh, number. Uh, 
pockets. Rookie mistake. Didn't untie the dice bag before recording. Yeah, and I don't uh, trust the enemy like a uh, rookie mistake. But, you know, we're not pointing fingers or slashing our friends. But... <laughs> it's, oh, a good, it's a good thing we're not friends. Apparently we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perception, you said? Yeah. Seven. Seven. So, am I the only one that saw anything? Yeah, uh, we're busy climbing. Yeah. So Zediac being the first to get up on the ship and have a little bit more time to look around, you realize that this airship has a staffing crew. That there's about twelve suited in black and emerald, nice uh, outfits uh, with like gold and bezeled, and they all appear to be, you know human uh women and men running the ship and they kind of look confused but you're on it they saw you guys kill all these giants from down below and it looks like a butler runs up to you and says uh how may i help you we're going up there's been a change in management uh yeah i saw that through the windows there was a quite the um battle do you really think you can handle that up? Have you been up above? No, not yet. Well, I guess I could trust if you can handle these uh, cloud giants that you can handle the rest. And he just quickly starts uh, shouting and waving the rest of his crew to start prepping for flight as you guys take off. And... Another thing happens. You guys level up. <gasps> Woo! Does that mean so? Like when we level up, that means it's like Skyrim when you get full health, right? <gasps> wow. <laughs> I mean, no, no. I, I, I know, I know. That's okay. So level ten, Dutch. Rheumatoid arthritis. That's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some. I'm uh, oh, sorry, that wasn't very nice. It's okay. I'll drink a beer in your memory. Dutch got a nice ten hit points. That's good. Plus his constitution modifier, which uh, rounds him up a total of a hundred. Which I believe more hit points than Zidiac. No, it's counting though. But uh, and I got a, you know another, a couple of trick shots. I was like. Pew, 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 pew. And I was like, oh, snap. I could do that better than Zedia. All right, cool. Uh, Cal, what did you get? Uh, I got uh, four hit points plus my constitution modifier plus one for being a hill dwarf because we're extra hardy. Um, I got a second fifth level spell. So Cal's always hard is what you said? Hey. Bingo. Got that hard wood, if you know what I mean. Wow. Because he's a druid and his weapons and armor are made out of wood. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, second, fifth level spell slot, so uh, more big booms will be coming soon. Not just the toilet. <laughs> it's, it's the good berries. Even They're very more. fibrous. <laughs> good berries. Zediac. Zediac got 10 hit points plus his constitution modifier. A lot of talk about hit points total. No, uh, go on. Say it. Nah, let the, it let the audience it, it, know. It doesn't matter. No, you, you know, hey, uh, say audience. the number. See, because I'm still in my prime, I got faster. 
Granted, okay. it's only when it's in dim light or darkness. And when no one's looking uh, at so it. You can't prove that you're <laughs> like, <laughs> No, I swear, I can move faster. He dark. wants to Naruto run I'm away second. from his feelings. <laughs> 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 I'm completely invisible as long as nobody looks at me. All right, yeah, all right, next. <laughs> what was that total hit points? Nope. No, I want to know for that one uh, fella who uh, listens to it. Yeah, I'll give you a shout out, listener. <laughs> Wow. 88 hit points total. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> this is the content that people love. Thomas. Yeah. That's Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Oh, well, um... The old Johnson. I learned how to do this thing where I summon insects in a sort of plague-like formation. I'm really curious about how that's going to happen. Happened one time in the farm. Now I learned how to control it. That's I think. why we keep getting ants. <laughs> This is how you get ants. I tried it that one time with our goats, because we experiment with the goats. <sighs> Two times. Two times. <laughs> Justin told us we couldn't talk about that, though. So, What? <laughs> You're like, we don't want to know how you experiment with the goats on the phone. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Uncle just had a long day. What'd you get for your uh, roll hit dice? Ooh, uh, Johnny added a big fat ocho, which is eight in Spanish. I don't know that. Plus my constitution modifier, which I forgot about until Derek mentioned it. So we're at a grand total of 68. Ooh. Oh, so close. One, off. One more way from the golden number. We just need can, to give him you, a magical <laughs> item that gives him one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Can you spend an inspiration about uh, the buck to get one extra maximum hit point? <laughs> that would be funny. Cash in your inspiration. DM, what'd you get? Hit point. Enough. <laughs> Nothing but a headache. No. <laughs> a thirst for blood. A thirst for blood. I got a. Yeah, say it with your chest. No, don't, don't, don't. Say it with your chest. Don't say it. I don't want to clip like the a, recording. I got a murder. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So, no, 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 you don't have to put that in sign language. You stop that now. <laughs> I feel like it's like once we all get on the ship, it's like, whoa, I feel a little bit, ooh, that was a nice workout right there. Yeah. Got my rips in. Climbing up the ropes. <laughs> and, uh, wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. All right, guys. It's better in person. Nope. <laughs> so now that you guys have all oh, gathered yourself, you find yourself in this kind of uh, seating lobby, and there's a... Uh, a little uh, bar section, and there's someone like cleaning cups. Dips. Like this is just an ordinary day, like flying up to to the castle in the sky. Dibs, save me a seat. So Dutch wa- walks over to the uh, barkeep. What's the hardest thing you got? The hardest thing we got. Yeah. To drink? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think I mean? I don't know. You looked at me funny. I looked at you like I want something to drink. It looked like you were flying and you wanted to see something else fly. Look, I know I'm the tall glass of water, but I'm not that kind of drink right now. Now give me a double. All right. And he goes over to the corner of the bar and he does this really awkward bend down. He's like just digging. <laughs> Butts in your face. He's dig- digging for an odd amount of Dang, time. Dang, I didn't know the ship served cake. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he pops back up with this bottle. 
And Dutch is looking at the menu. Pops the top and he's bluffing. Dutch is looking at the menu and he's like, dang, chocolate cake too. It's my favorite. <laughs> you want some cake? Well, we got not right cake now. Too. I just had, let me get some rest and that could be for tonight. Uh, he's gonna. If Cal leaves you any. <laughs> he's gonna down the sh- double shot. Here you go. You come back anytime. I will. Not because you told me to, because I want to. Very well. Very down the shot, just slams on the uh, counter and walks away. And goes, that was on the house. Don't tell anyone. Hey guys, free drinks on this. Johnny will come over. Um, no, 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 not for you. Hey, cow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I just climbed up. Here we go. Yeah, hey, yeah. This is my good buddy. You take care of him. All right. All right. All right. Um, yeah. Climbs on stool. Uh, so, uh, do you have any mead? Mead? Mead. Mead. No. No, uh, we don't. We don't have that. We have drinks. And we have cake. It's the special. I like the sound of cake. Yeah. Chocolate cake. The thickest cake Vanilla you cake. <laughs> cake with sprinkles. Cake with sprinkles and glitter. Custard. <laughs> Custard field. Chocolate with white vanilla inside. I'll take that one. Oreo. All right, we'll do that one. <laughs> and you go, goes ding ding, hits a bell. And by that one, I meant all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I take, I take it all at once. All right, and then this lady, <laughs> this lady just comes out with a tray, and she's like, "Here's the cake slices," and she just like puts them on the spinner. I didn't you, know. you really want one of each? Yes, and I didn't know angels served food. Oh. Ooh. Well, thank you. I'm still going to have to charge you for the cake. <laughs> how, how much for the cake? It's a gold piece to slice. Jesus. <laughs> how many pieces? I was like, what, six pieces? This is, this, yeah. is a, this is a luxury yacht, not a battleship. I mean, yeah, this is a fancy schmancy yeah, place. It's, like, it's a Disney cruise. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Disney cruise. <laughs> Kel, put down seven. All right. All right, you come back um, for that extra slice later. Mm-hmm. What is your tastiest and also freest drink? We have water. That sounds wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> what color of brown is it? <laughs> <laughs> really? It's a blue dolphin. Here you go. Oh, nice. <laughs> throws over the uh, cup of water. And what are you doing with Fluffy right now? I'm, just, I'm holding just, my little buddy. You're just going to dump the water on him? <laughs> Get back in the game. <laughs> No, I'm just I'm carrying him around under my arm. Okay, like a fat cat. Yeah, and, and Cal's just digging into that cake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. And Zediac, what's Zediac doing? Um, I'll order uh, double as well. Okay, and uh, make it get- a virgin. <laughs> He already friend, did. Your, your friend said you wanted a Shirley Temple. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. And he, he, he brings a, a double of uh, a really fine whiskey. He is apple juice. <laughs> Says Dutch, here's your drink that I said I'd buy you. Oh, I've already left. Oh. I put the shot down and left. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Well, just... throw it at his head. <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll take the the shot and I'll just throw it over my shoulder then. Okay. <laughs> the Why'd you a drink? You were. Like, 
Just making a mess in this luxury bar. My cake. Just just tea if you have any. Yes. Yeah, we'll get you some tea. And uh, he... Uh, Where are the tea bags? Yes, yes. In my room. Oh, okay. I'll be right back. I need to get those, sir. And it takes him like 10 minutes and he's back and he whips up a really nice tea for you. And he gives it to you. I'm going to go to a um, random worker. Yeah. You know, do you have any... Um, Messenger animals on this thing that could I could uh, send a message out, like a like a carrier pigeon, it's something like that. It doesn't have to specifically be a pigeon, but that would work. Uh, yes, yes, I I think we could do that. I'll uh, I'll see what I can do for you. And is there a place where I could start just write? Like, do you have a paper and a, a quill, an ink? Yes, uh, we have some quarters here. Um, I imagine you guys will be staying on this flight. Uh, might be a couple nights to get up top, but uh, yes. Uh, let me let me arrange that for you real quick. Um, How many is in your party? Well, uh, right now it's just me. Um, that's who I'm going to write to, actually. But you know, it, uh, I just need one room right now. All right. Oh, and then I'm sure that cow guy needs a room too. Okay. And uh, well, let me get one of one of the butlers. And he waves over some help. And they just kind of talking quietly about arrangements. And they get you a room towards the back of the aircraft. And it's just a, you know, single twin with a, a little desk and a, and a night a nightstand with a chess. Right. And there's quill and paper in there. <clears throat> That's what Dutch will be doing. All right. Um, Mr. Zediak, do you remember earlier when I sent a message to Contra? Were you there for that? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, well, earlier I sent a message to Contra, and he told me something about a Barathy kind of person. Do you know any Barathies? No. No? I thought you were a Barathy. I'm a Breathy. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. He said something about a Breathy guy. He said he was in some place doing something, and he met a man whose name was something breathy. It's been a long day. Um, probably just coincidence. Oh, okay. Um, it's has been a long day. That, that fight took a lot out of me. I think I'm going to go find a place to rest. Uh, Actually, wait. What find, was the name? I, I think I wrote it down somewhere. You should go find Cal and Garg. And I'm, I'm name, just, just going to walk away. Yeah, the name is Ingmar. Oh, it was Ingmar. Just holler at him as you're yeah. walking away. And Zedek, that automatically... Yeah, yeah, I'll, say, I'll, I'll kind of stop and just I'll, I'll just keep going. Okay. Oh, you must not know him. Oh, well. This is a wonderful water. It's very fresh. Cal, how's your cake? <laughs> <laughs> You want you want a bite? Okay. This this one's the Oreo. And that that was the Oreo. Oh, I got a little piece right here. Here, Fluffy. 
And Zodiac, as you kind of w- start walking away from the bar, you find a, a corner in this kind of lobby area. There's like a cry. resting couch, like a lounge couch mm-hmm. next to one of the windows where you can look outside. Okay. Yeah, I'll sit and recline, uh, hand on the dagger, and rest as best I can. Cal, what are you up to? <clears throat> Uh, Cal will uh, probably be just exploring the the ship. Just like he's he's never been on one of these before, and so he's just like, "Wow, this is this is this is new." Yeah, he, she's just like surprised, like, "Oh, huh, wow, that's so that's how that works." And so he's just wandering everywhere through the ship, probably places he probably shouldn't be sometimes in the kitchen. Kitchen, like, stop it. Slapping at your hand as you're picking at the food. And if anyone looks out the windows, you can get a really clear um, view of Crystal Rock as a whole. You can see the wasteland. You can see uh, where uh, the ship wrecked when you came in. You could see the (laughs) appropriate docks where you were supposed to come in on. You could see the cave opening where the ancient dragon battle was. Hmm. and um, you look up and you're still going through clouds but you realize that this airship has a really hard time uh, elevating you know and it's kind of just doing this kind of circle pivot until it gets up to the sky so it's going to be a little while yeah Hmm. Dutch flashback to you in your room and uh no not, not in a stella flashback yeah <laughs> the eyes roll back in the head and the pupils go white you kill someone yeah uh, it, is, it is hereditary and uh dutch a knock on your door it's one of the uh servants that uh comes and says um sir I don't know if you are awake in there, but we can send a letter out. All right. We I'll, do have some falcons that can do that for you. All right. I'm Falcon in the middle of uh, writing it. I'll, uh, what's your name? Cornelius. Cornelius. All right. I'll make sure to ring for you once I'm ready. Uh, can you send a bottle of uh, scotch up here? Yes. I'll, uh, I'll talk to the barkeep. Modify. Yep. And uh, he goes back to talk to the, the barkeep. Cal, they uh, they look at you at the bar and they're like wondering when you're going to stop ordering food. <laughs> they're like, uh, sir. Uh, <laughs> it's an all you can eat buffet. I'm sir, yeah, we, we understand that you the have money, but uh, it takes about two days to get up to the castle itself. And. Um, we're kind of burning through a lot of our first day's rations. I mean, we're not going to have any more dessert for tomorrow night if we go through it all. So we're going to have to cut you off, sir. <laughs> ah, oh, that's a... Uh, well, we don't want to go day without dessert. So uh, I guess I'll... Uh, just one more slice. <laughs> no, no, sir. You don't understand. We, we, we can't bring any more out. Uh, There's it, other people that... Uh, they want to eat cake. But what if I want to eat the cake more? 
<laughs> um, one more slice. Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I'll uh, I'll be sure to uh, remember you. Just write us a review. No. Okay, uh, uh, <laughs> I'll write it on yelled. Uh, I'm yelled. yelled. <laughs> yelled. Five star. Five star. Yes. On Crier. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you five stars on Crier. <laughs> the the main gentleman that greeted. Zediac, when you guys got onto the ship, um, comes back over to you as you're trying to rest in the corner. I don't know if your eyes are closed or not. But Half. He, yeah, he's... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sir. Yes? So... I know we're heading up to the castle and I obviously know that you are not authorized to be on this ship but if you've spent any time in the wastelands you understand the politics that are going on and um, it it wasn't always ran this way and if it means a little bit of sacrifice to get us to where we can live comfortably again on Crystal Rock, then it is, it is worth it. Even if it meant that some people had to die, and some have, and more probably will. But what kind of promise can you give to us as a Jaeger that you are going to succeed? I recognize you guys, or some of you guys, from the posters. I can't promise you anything as a Jaeger. I'm not even sure if that means anything at this point. Um, But I do think that we can make a change by doing things a little differently. And... That's all we can do is just, just try. Is there anything that we can do to help aid you as we head up? Um, perhaps I can at least give you a little bit of intel on where you're going to be dropped off and where you could slip in unnoticed. That would be most helpful. The guards you will be seeing at the Emerald Castle are... Not human. Uh, there's. I don't even think any humans get off the airships half the time. Um, and most of the giants uh, either fly or have their own means of getting up here. And we just deliver export. And sometimes they have stuff for us. If there is any humans up there, then they're in just as bad shape as anyone's down in the wasteland. Is there any cargo on this ship? Uh, we have our normal means of stock for flying, and um, we are actually empty as far as cargo goes, so they are going to assume that we are picking up when we show up. Well, do you have any uniforms that we can use? Yes, we have a, um, a, uh dressing room with uh, some uniforms various sizes and shapes that could probably 
fits you all. Okay. Um, I'll pass that and some intel. I would be very beneficial. If you have any means or know anybody, you can maybe send word to maybe some trusted people that things are changing. Will do. Uh, by the looks of what we saw down on the ground, if we keep this momentum, we will see the change we want. And uh, he just kind of does like a little bow and uh, says, I'll get back to you on the intel. And Thank walks you. away. And bottle service finishes delivering the scotch to Dutch. Uh, Cornelius, this is a man I wanted to see. I got a these three letters. You could have those falcons take them out. Be very much appreciated. And uh, do you work with down below uh, much? Um, I have some family down there. Uh, do you know of a man named Banjo? <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone knows who Banjo is. If you could let Banjo know that there may or may not be three colorful folks heading his way. By the time we get down there, if you could pass that message along to him, be very much appreciated. Yeah, I I could do that. All right. And uh, he has these like small a small like silver tube that he just rolls up your notes really tightly, and he puts them into those. And uh, walks off, puts him into his chest pocket, and leaves. Johnny, what you up to? Johnny's never seen this much luxury, so I think his game plan is going to be to go try and find like a cargo hold and stow away. Even though he has every right to be here, he doesn't want to pay for a room. So I'm going to go wander around the ship, opening random doors till I find one that looks unoccupied. That's not like a bedroom. Just an empty cargo hold or something. Yeah. Actually half full. A couple of boxes, but still places to chill. Yeah, so you... Make a box for it. (laughs) (laughs) You find the cargo hold, and you get there, and you realize that maybe there's some smaller crates there, but nothing that is cargo, which would link to what I told Zediac, that they're not carrying anything right now. But in this cargo hold is pretty tall. It's probably, uh, I would say, almost 50 feet vertical. So a giant could fit in here, maybe one or two if they wanted to. Big ship. Um, But I think my game plan is going to be to push the boxes all over into the corner and try and stack two or three up and then climb up there. That's going to be where I sit. Okay. And just kind of sit there. That's going to be my spot. All right. If anybody finds me, I'm going to throw something at them. And um, the rest of the night goes pretty unscathed. You start to see the, uh, the cloud line start to go under the ship, and you can see stars. You can also see up into the castle in the sky as the moonlight kind of glows off the walls of the emerald rock on the side of it, just kind of shimmers. You catch brief glimpses of creatures flying in the air that you can't... They're they're not dragon big, 
but you can see creatures kind of flying and and you can hear the the faint sound of wings flapping well those wings sound like whistles whistle wings whistling wings you guys all rest for the night unless there's anything else that you wanted to do well sounds like Dutch had a few things he wanted to do during the night <laughs> cake delivery or drink and cry that's what he does. <laughs> drink, drink, drink and, and cry. cry that's my life that's all I want dessert of champions yeah <laughs> So, you guys... I was kind of hoping Ian and Derek would roleplay that out, but... <laughs> just the rest of the episode. <laughs> I'm going to sit back here casually drink my microphone. You two can go at it. An that's hour of the, Derek taking more shots. That's when the mic's turned up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... You guys all rest, unless you tell me otherwise. Are there showers in this ship? What's a shower? Bed There's a community pipe. area for uh, you're like a chicken. Bathing. You roll in the yeah. dirt and get yourself. That's how you get yourself clean. That way, no fresh dirt, fresh dirt, ready and then come out all nice and clean. Got a yeah. Smell. You also um, when you go to the common area to get cleaned up, that you see other workers there uh, using the showers as well. Uh, this crew probably lives on this ship. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're telling me that the guests bathe with the crew? This is not nearly as luxurious as I thought. Well, these people live on the ship. And they should have separate quarters. All right, it's yeah. not Disney. Worse quarters. It's not Worse Disney, quarters, it's right? Warner. Yes. It's not, yeah. it's not Disney, it's Warner Brothers. No hot water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, they, they do have separate quarters, but it's the same area. It's knockoff carnival. For <laughs> running plumbing for showers. It's like county fairs. <laughs> yeah. Rip county fairs. Oh, gosh. Anyway. Wow. Thanks, Johnny. Cigarettes and funnel cake. We talked about funnel cake. <laughs> so, Dutch, you find yourself a little cleaner this morning as you bathe. And uh, you bump into the barkeep. Oh, you're an early riser. I mean, it's kind of hard not to when the sun's literally... Uh, there is curtains. You could close the curtains. Yeah, but then you get in the habit of sleeping in, and it's not, it's not good for is you. Is it really because you wanted to know what the breakfast special was? I mean, if there's food involved, I ain't gonna say no. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I believe it's two hard-boiled eggs and a sausage. That's the breakfast special. For Is there any morning. sourdough toast? I'm feeling that. Yeah, we might have some. Alright, that's a nice... Um. <laughs> How was that uh, bottle last night? I, uh, I, it was fine. I, uh, didn't send the tab with it. I don't know if you noticed. I, well, I did not. Thank you, though. I'm assuming that was her work? Yes. All right, well, I, uh, appreciate your kindness. And, uh, he, uh, he's like, you're welcome. He just kind of does an arm squeeze, and then he winks and walks off. Still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a real man to know how to flirt and get free stuff. Still got Takes it. Takes a real man to be best girl. Not pleasant. <laughs> 
to get edited out. <laughs> when you choke on your IPA. <laughs> oh. oh. If we were filming, you would have saw Derek spit his beer out. <laughs> oh, gosh. Stop him in his tracks. Oh, God. Anyway, I'm gonna. Go uh, insult that. Right, cool. <laughs> So, I don't know if you guys all come out together, but the general area <laughs> is, uh, uh, the chairs are pushed off to the side and they have tables set up with white linen cloth on them. They have, like, the nice, uh, gold calligraphy chairs with red velvet, uh, and they pull in them out and they're like, if you guys are hungry, uh, we will be serving breakfast soon. Good. I was told there was breakfast. There is, uh. Would you like to hear the the special, sir? I heard it was like a uh, breakfast slam of some sort. Yes, yes, it's a grand slam. Grand slam. Yep. That's it. Yep. Yep. And God, back, back with the Denny's jokes, man. Oh, they start uh, bringing out bowls of hard-boiled eggs with soup. platters of all soup. platters of sausage. I I wanted this more of a like a sunny side over easy kind of thing. It's easier for us to boil. We don't have like a, a hot pen. A I know a, uh, a good fellow that could produce some flames. Cal? I'm very good at heating things up. Um, well, maybe you could uh, have a job in the kitchen here on this beautiful ship. You just see his eyes widen up like. Haven't had one of those in a long time. What are you doing, like, right now with this group? I mean, I I guess I do give are up. The, are they not all. paying you? Um, no, I mean, I've I've gotten money when uh, we did the, the dragon thing and from the queen. You're just kind of blindly following their orders without questioning it? I mean, with uh, some uh, flair added into it. The hell does that mean? Fire. Fire. Uh, you know flare, that flare, pun fire. went right over my head. I do apologize. <laughs> I owe you a drink for that one. Oh, okay. If you insist. Uh, but uh, yeah, I. Um, if you need, you need an extra pair of uh, hands in the kitchen. I'll. Uh, I'm actually have proficiency in cooks' tools. <laughs> you probably do. And brewer supplies. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we could use someone in the back uh, after you eat. You could maybe show show us uh, some tricks there. And herbalism kit. You're making this some special breakfast. <laughs> uh, Everyone a, went to bed after lunch. No, 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 no. <laughs> those, those are the desserts. <laughs> they get their special treatment. Well, why is herbalism always just a drug reference? <laughs> I guess it is. Quick, quick aside: I, my first druid I ever played in Five E was a half elf. He was 17. I talked my DM into letting me trade my herbalism kits for one box of mushrooms and one box of <laughs> other assorted herbal accoutrement. And he had a D100 table that he rolled for perceived effects when I took stuff. And it was fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> That's more of a man than Zediac ever. Wow. <laughs> Derek just you know that that, char- that, ca- that character player veil's getting real thin. <laughs> yeah. Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds like an interesting story, Justin. 
I would like to hear like what happened with all that. Wow, that was good. Hey, that's why we role play, right? Yeah, role play. Yeah, <laughs> Dutch been doing some of that. Have you guys enjoyed your uh, stay so far on Emerald Airlines? Yes, and the journey so far has been a piece of cake. <clears throat> that one I caught, sir. <laughs> sir, you've had more than one piece. I've had one for everyone. He didn't just have a snack. He had the whole goddamn meal. <laughs> um, uh, yes. I've been meaning to ask you all something, though. Uh, there has been someone kind of stowed away in one of the rooms. He's been rather ill. Uh, I don't know if he's getting uh, uh, air sickness or not, but he's been vomiting for almost the whole night. And he doesn't really want to see anyone. Is he with you guys? Yeah, halfling. I'm a big sword, bigger than him. Ah, he's got. Yeah. Cal, Cal will say in Garg's voice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, as long as you know him, we'll take food to him. But uh, he seems like he had a rough day the other day, as of most of you have. And um, the uh, manager guy walks back out and. He actually gives you the money back that anyone's paid for anything and says, um, we have decided that anything that you need is going to be on the house. Uh, you don't need to pay. This money's going to be taken and given to their cause anyways. And if you guys liberate, then we'll find our own means. Just like that he says this after Cal spent all the money last night. Like, I, mean, I, wasn't, got I, back. Wasn't, I wasn't gonna pocket this, but I, my conscience got the better of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a uh, very generous of you, and I hope that uh, everything goes smoothly. And uh, he lets you guys all eat, and he comes back about thirty, forty minutes later. Says uh, the instructions uh, and the intel we have for. Where we're going to drop you off. Would you like those now? Or in private? Well, we'll take them now. We'll need to talk about it. And uh, do you mind if I sit down with you? Does anybody mind? I'm not there. You're not at breakfast? Why not? Unless somebody came and got me. Yeah, we came and got you. Oh, okay. Then I'm there. You would have woke up. <laughs> and I'm in a cargo hold. I'll just steal food out of whatever boxes I find. You don't have to be there if you don't want it. But... If somebody, would, if, I, I if you come, would have come to get me, okay, you. then I would have I'll not. Strictly not. <laughs> <laughs> then I would have intentionally homie. sat down at the same table as Dutch just to bug him. Right next to him. As he's coming up. No, no, no. Right, right, right across. Right across. Right across. Right across. So he has yeah. nowhere else to look. Dutch puts his feet right in the chair. Listeners, if you thought this was d and I'm sorry to inform you, this is a Mean Girls role play. Yeah, seriously. This is... So you put the chair where the guy was going to sit down, or Johnny? No, this is for... Oh. <laughs> it's a big old round table. I got plenty yeah. of room. Uh, for what? Are you guys... Intentionally sit on Are you guys done bench. done bickering, or can I sit down? I don't say anything. Go ahead and sit now. You can uh, sit down, Will. All right. We're very glad to have you. <laughs> and he pulls the chair out, and he puts down a map, and he says, oh, this is uh, kind of the schematics of where we're going to drop you off. The problem is, is that there's two watchtowers... On both sides of the cargo load-in. Um, and I imagine we haven't really gone past the cargo bay. 
but there is four doors, uh, two on the lower level, and then there's a upper balcony going into, I imagine, the second or third stories uh, with one stairway up in. Um, this is the only visual we know of, and typically it's us unloading with one or two giants there delivering the order and us quickly getting out. The problem is is that if you're seen coming out of the ship as not good enough disguised, then they'll probably stop you immediately and you'll have a huge issue on your hands because I imagine the minute that one of them figure out that there is infiltrators in the castle, you will blow your entire chance of even getting to the throne room. Uh, what sorts of people do you usually bring up here? It's mostly just the humans on this ship that deliver to and, and fro, and we uh, maybe there's two or three that stay back sometimes, but not very often. So you don't carry passengers up here? Um, no, we uh, just deliver and pick up. Well, we could disguise ourselves as crew members and help unload and then try and convince them to let an unusually large number of us stay behind. That could work. I mean, like like I said, once once we do our pickup, you guys are going to need to figure out how you're going to stay. And um, maybe we accidentally leave a box behind, and then that's your way in. But we're, we're heading out as soon as we drop you off. Hmm. Does that work for you? That could work. Dutch, have you been up here before? Have have, have I been up here before? No. In my adventurous journeys? No. He just shakes his head. Alright. Well, looking at the schematics, where would where would the throne room be in relation to the um, the docks or the the landing area? We'll be docking on the west side of the castle, and I imagine north center will be the throne room. So, that's not but that's uh, that's all speculation. We, like I said, we don't we haven't left the garage. Okay, so you have the schematics, but not exact ideas where the layouts and everything of everything is. So, um, it's just a map of like the loading area, right? It's just a map of like the loading area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like an outline of like the castle itself, mm-hmm. but then the loading area and what the loading area looks like inside. But um, the stuff that's left blank is things that they haven't charted. <clears throat> hmm. Well, what kind of people, if any, do the rulers, I guess, see or entertain. Is it only giants, or do they have other guests? They have other guests from time to time, but uh, when they arrive at Crystal Rock and fly out of the wastelands, we are told that we are not allowed to talk to them. We serve them in silence, and we stay our distance. 
We've had a couple of people visiting quite recently, but um, yeah, mostly humans, elves, that type of nature. Powerful looking people. Wealthy looking people. Okay. Johnny, I have an idea. I don't know if you can do this. Well, I actually know you can do this. Um, you got a good look at Lord Gresk. Yeah, I've seen him. So, you could make yourself look like him. That would be very easy, yes. Being that they were involved in slave trading, that might be an unannounced visit, possibly with a few retainers. It's not the way that I would prefer to do it, but beings that we don't know how to sneak in, and... Did you say Lord Gresk? Mm-hmm. I thought that Lord Gresk died in the war, like, a, over a hundred years ago. The last I heard. Is he still alive? Yeah. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess he hasn't been here. If Well... That's still a good plan, though, is if they decide to question us about my identity as Lord Gresk, I could just say I was his grandson. The spitting image. You could. Can you make yourself look like him? Maybe they have seen him before, and they just haven't talked to him, so they don't know who they were serving. Um, Is this manager guy a human? Mm -hmm. Okay, so he wouldn't have lived long enough to have seen if they had ever taken Lord Gresk up. No, but, I mean, in all of Alanisork, the history of that war between Baxington and Gresk is pretty okay. renowned. I think that's a good idea, Zediac. I can go in disguised as Gresk were one of his descendants. Somebody known enough that we would be given entry, but not still known throughout these times. And then I can disguise everyone else as either guards or minor nobility that I carry with me. We could maybe talk about renewing talks of a slave trade. And I don't want to suggest Garg for it, but we could bring him as a token slave, since they seem to like enslaving smaller races. I think Garg would be willing to help out like that. Anything to get off the ship? What do you think, Cal? <clears throat> Gresk is alive? Um, well, not here. Uh, as originally, I was headed to the ruins of Gresk. The, the city, not the, the person. Um, but to hear that he's alive is interesting. I don't believe this has come up before. Oh, I think when we ran into you, we were just running away from Fort Gresk, from the Feywild, where he was still in charge. The Feywild, you say? 
Was there any dark dealings in the Feywild? Like seven. (laughs) 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 And that's many, 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 many more than there should be. If you say so. I've never been there before. You you just said you were at Gresk. Before that. Before, yeah. Oh, before that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, That was my first time, and so maybe there were more than usual. I don't know. I learned how to talk Sylvan. It was kind of neat. That's where you guys got it from. I've, I've, I've been hearing it. I just haven't been. Like, did you guys go to a boarding school together? <laughs> I don't know what happened. But you're all speaking Sylvan. Anyways. Um, I originally set out there because uh, the the plants uh, could feel the, the earth begin to darken and... Uh, and uh, they were kind of afraid of what was lurking there but I didn't uh, see anything but now that it's on the Feywild you were saying that would explain why there wasn't uh, any material uh, existence of it DM, with with my particular training in extraplanar entities and things like that, would would things happening in the Feywild affecting the material plane, would that pique my interest as something that's out of the ordinary? It would be, yeah. Okay. Usually when all the planes are in perfect sync with what they're supposed to be, there's no... Things don't feed Yeah, there's no disruption. Okay. But if, you know, the Feywild's supposed to be relatively... There's mischief, but it's a happy place. There's a lot of good in the Feywild. Um, but when it starts kind of feeling more like the Shadowfell, you know, then things are starting to warp and inter... inter-, inter- when inter- there's warp. mummies, it's a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> Just now realizing... Okay. Well, then it seems like we have... The makings of a plan. We'll disguise ourselves as members of the Gresk household, with myself being Lord Gresk, and we will attempt to gain an audience. What do you think, Dutch? Not my crew. Not my problem. I so think he's not- offering to be Lady Gresk. <laughs> do I take you that still as got it, not, you know. You're not coming with us. I take take that as you guys want to be in charge so bad you don't like my choices, so I guess I squat. That's a pleasant change. Anyways. Well, uh, do you need me here anymore? It's kind of getting heavy. I think as a people of Crystal Rock, just sitting here for a moment, we I have learned much more than the higher-ups have wanted to tell the people. They just keep us quiet, don't let us travel, unless it's on their doing. Uh, I feel like Atlantis Orc as a whole is not as free as it used to be. And if anyone could stop that, then 
I'm for the cause. That's what happens when ignorance and complacency meet. I think it might be best on your way back down to tell people the Freedom Jaegers are coming. Uh, I can do that. And he stands up, kind of fit, fixes his shirt straight, and tightens his collar and half bows, and he walks back to the back quarters to do his job. And you guys all sit there at the table, and you hear the ship kind of like rock a little bit, and you think maybe it's just a gust of wind. And sorry about that. <laughs> it happens again. That one wasn't me. And you could see that the staff is kind of looking, like all are out looking out the window. And I walk over and look, look out the window. Concerned. Yeah. Stand up, hand on the dagger, and check out the window. And you guys go to look out the window, and we'll see you next week. Oh! If you'd like to know more, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at the Sleight of Hand Podcast, and on Twitter at the Sleight of Hand PC, or write a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to contact us, our email is the Sleight of Hand Podcast at gmail.com. All content is created and owned by the Sleight of Hand Podcast. All artwork created for podcasts are illustrated by Deco on Instagram at OneBlueWolf underscore AD or www.artstation.com slash OneBlueWolf. Rules as played are based on D&D 5th edition mechanics. Stay rad and happy gaming.